Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome back to New Orleans. This is the Daily Daf Differently. My name is Ethan Linden. The Daf today is Beitza Yud Zion, 17. And we begin at the top of the Daf talking about what happens when Yom Tov, when the festival falls on Shabbat. And the question is, what do we do about the Amidah in that case? Do we say the Shabbat Amidah, which would be three brachot at the beginning, the special bracha for Shabbat in the middle, and then three at the end, which would be seven brachot total? Or, as Beit Shammai will argue, do we say um, Shabbat bifne atzma and Yom Tov bifne atzma? That is, <clears throat> we say the Shabbat blessing during the Amidah, a special blessing for Shabbat, and the special blessing for the Yom Tov for the festival, which would of course mean that the total is eight and not seven. Beit Hillel takes the opposite opinion. Beit Hillel says, no, we say the seven, we say Shabbat and Yom Tov together, but we end, Beit Hillel says, only with Shabbat, only with what we would normally say on Shabbat, Mikadesh HaShabbat, right? Which is what our normal Shabbat a bracha during the Amidah would be. In this case, as anyone who's been to synagogue on festival that is also Shabbat knows, we actually do not go according to Beit Hillel's position exactly, which is to say we do say only seven brachot, three in the beginning, three at the end, and one middle bracha. But that middle bracha mentions both Shabbat and the festival and doesn't end simply with the Shabbat formulation, but rather ends Mekadesh HaShabbat v'Yisrael v'Hazmanim. Blessed is God who sanctifies the Sabbath and Israel and the times, which of course means here the festivals. And that is the position, as you see in this Brita of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, who says we should end our blessing with Mekadesh HaShabbat, Yisrael, Hazmanim, which is what we do. But then we get this very interesting conversation. It tells us that Tan'e Tana Kaimida Rabina, a Tana, in teaching this, this position of Rabbi, recited in front of Rabina that, in fact, the formulation should be slightly different. It should be Mekadesh Yisrael, Vahashabbat, Hazmanim. That is, this particular Tana would like to put Israel first, and then Shabbat, and then, and only then, mention the Zmanim. The difference there being which should go first, Shabbat or the mention of the people of Israel. Now, uh, according to Rashi, what this whole conversation is about is who's got the most holiness? Or, or to put it a little differently, which holiness is independent of the others? And Rabina responds by saying, Atu Shabbat Yisrael Mekadeshele? Does, does Shabbat need Israel to make it holy? No. Vahashabbat Mekadesha Vekaima. Shabbat's holiness is totally independent of whether or not Israel is even around. And that, of course, is because, as Rashi mentions, the 
The holiness of Shabbat comes from the creation and not from anything else. Whereas the holiness of the festival days, as Rashi mentions in his commentary, is dependent upon the fact that the people of Israel declare a new moon and create that month starting on that particular day, which means that X number of days after that new moon, the holiness of the day, which is the festival, asserts itself. Without the people of Israel making these days holy, these festival days holy, there would be no festival days. And this is something that we're going to see again in a very dramatic illustration when we get to Masechet Rosh Hashanah, where there's a big debate about what happens if we misdeclare the first day of the month. What if we get it wrong? And there's this very famous dispute between Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua about whether or not we can simply say, ah, we got this wrong, and I'm going to go ahead and celebrate my festival day on the basis of the day that I think is the new moon versus the day that somebody else thinks is the new moon. And in the end, there is this quotation from Vayikra, from Leviticus, which says, these are the appointed seasons that you declare. Asher tikru otam adam. You must declare them. And without your declaration, according to this way of reading the verse, without your declaration, these particular days would have no holiness. Shabbat's holiness is independent of anything else. Shabbat's holiness is, as it were, woven into the very fabric of creation. But festival days require an interaction between God's people and God's creation. And that is the power of the festival. Shabbat, in some sense, would exist with or without us. But these festival days require our participation. They require our active and festive and meaningful participation, without which there could be no holiness. And so it seems that the wording of this final bracha is extremely important in the way that we think about the holiness of these festivals versus the holiness of Shabbat. Shabbat is independent of the people of Israel. But if there is no holiness in the people of Israel, and if they do not do not declare holiness for these particular festival days, then they go by unnoticed and unsanctified. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Chorus album One Bead available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.